0: The Smokers Lounge production presents. Mr. Oh, Menthol's yeah. Entertainment Hour! <laughs> well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Mr. Menthol's Entertainment Hour. Tonight, we have. God, I spaced that so bad. <laughs> Uh, tonight we have an interesting concept here. Um, we're going to like live write the plot and premise to a movie. And we're going to get increasingly more stoned throughout the process. So tonight's episode is called Off the Rails. <laughs> and with me today is actually Paul.
1: How's it going everyone?
0: I figured, you know, we've been pretty much doing nothing but this just sitting down watching Letterkenny for the past couple nights, so fuck it, turn it a podcast.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, so you've already mentioned just the name of the podcast that we're doing is Off the Rails right now, yeah. and uh, it just already got me launched into an idea of a horror movie.
0: Oh, here we go. <laughs>
1: off the Rails, where it's a fucking uh, just a, like a ghost conductor that – fucking uh you gotta have this take place in japan for one because they're the only ones who still travel by rail yeah so like it's a fucking ghost conductor and he fucking just like goes around and haunts specific passengers and follows them home and shit to where he follows them off the rails and fucking but
0: that's but but i'd make that like the only place they can haunt somebody like they have to be on the railway in order for him to be like fucking gone. That's why you see the same like recurring passengers every single day, because they're tired of this dickhead fucking haunting them. And like, like you get you got to make the hauntings like more, like less physical. Like they look up in the you know fucking bathroom mirror and bam he's right behind him.
1: Oh yeah, well,
0: I'd have the conductor be played by Seth Rogen though.
1: Well, I was I was having they another look room. up and it's just. <laughs> Well, that make me want to
0: ride a train to get rid of him. So.
1: I was having another idea based on that, though. I was like, "Well, you could also have it just be a fucking comedy, and off the rails, be like a fucking ghost accidentally died on the subway, but he's trying to make shit right, and then he's getting smashed with the rest of the cus with the rest <laughs> of the passengers as the other conductors are trying to push him in. Ghost is just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> It'd be like a family comedy, like Ghost Dad with a conductor,
0: and somebody that's like less rapey, of course." Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so far we have a horror comedy called Off the Rails. Um, and so far it is going to be less rapey than Ghost
1: Dad. Should it be, like, purposely cringy? Uh,
0: you know what? I say. I say it's going to be something like. Instead of, like, cringy, try to make it, like, smart, but over the top goofy or
1: like even like oh so Monty Python
0: yeah something like that yeah something that's intelligent but like base it all in Japan and like have nothing but white people be casted and like Mm. and the one Asian actor who isn't even Japanese he's like fucking Filipino or some shit
1: wow you gonna get us in trouble if we make that movie (laughs) They're going to be like, oh, look, see, they're they're not even going to get the joke. They're going to be like, those motherfuckers, they wouldn't allow anybody else. They whitewashed (laughs) the entire cast. Like that's how do you? Joke. like how do you whitewash something that you came up with?
0: Like no, like no, that that's the fucking joke, man. Yeah, <laughs> everything's taken part in Japan, but it's like an American haunting in Japan. Yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> oh, I trust me, I get it. I'm just saying that the yeah the...
0: have the rock be a ghost hunter. Oh. <laughs> he just fucking boxes him on top of the railway. Oh, God, that'd be awesome. <laughs> fucking give them the rock bottom. <laughs>
1: I'm writing. Only I could kick my brothers.
0: (laughs) You gotta make it connected. Like they're family.
1: I'm literally writing Dwayne the (laughs) Rock (laughs) and quotation marks Johnson for the lead in this horror comedy. And off the
0: rails, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. (laughs) He fights us. He struggles with the ghosts of his
1: past literally <laughs> oh my god
0: born under born under a Japanese full moon his father who was in the military and also a conductor conceived with his mother while going 150 miles an hour through the middle of Fukujiwa
1: well he's a he was an engineer for ww2 building rails <laughs> he was building rails to come over and in an unfortunate accident he was crushed to death while building said rail, and now his ghost forever haunts that specific <laughs> rail that this bullet train now runs over. <laughs> and he came to life because of the nuclear testing that fell out from Godzilla's <laughs> shit.
0: Okay, okay not, not from Godzilla. <laughs> I
1: know, yeah, but...
0: We, we can make it to where it's like, he, he came to life because they were getting rid of the old Godzilla costumes <laughs> in, like, the most unsanitary way possible. Like, they just drop it in a big fucking vat of, like, the dip from...
1: Oh, you want to make Um, a really bad say? You say Fukushima, (laughs) 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 like they put that seawater back out into the, and it splashed up on the rail and charged his ghost.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Okay, so I say Samuel Jackson plays Dwayne Johnson's father.
1: Oh yeah, just
0: working on the railway, motherfucker.
1: Be like, uh, oh, it just reminds me of the fucking uh, Dave Chappelle scene where he played Samuel. It was like, Dave Blue Sea, a fucking shark ate <laughs> me.
0: Like, I'd almost make, like, a, like make Samuel L. Jackson wear an Oni mask the entire time just because he likes really fucking with people. So, like, when he haunts somebody, it's just in Samuel Jackson and a fucking Oni mask, and, like, that's it.
1: Uh, like, just, the, like the Kabuki style Oni mask.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, like, oh, there's an Oni that that haunts this train. It's just Samuel L. Jackson settings. There's like, you can just see his ghost. Just <laughs> nope. <laughs> just a black guy.
1: Be, oh, man. You got to make the Oni mask like a fucking really pale white one with a big grim, like a big fucking fang grin.
0: Yeah, or uh. I'd almost make it like an oo woo Oni mask. Like the eyes just say oo woo and it's fucking purple. Like purple and like pastel blue writing on it. That'd terrify me, honestly. Like, oh God, there's a weed behind me.
1: So you got Samuel L. Jackson as the ghost, as the ghost conductor. Yeah. Who's I- haunting, and uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson who has to take him down.
0: Yeah, and uh I'd almost give like Dwayne the Rock Johnson like a brother or sister of something that's just like obviously like the mother or the father cheated. It's just like a family secret. So like make like Miley Cyrus the sister. <laughs>
1: Miley <laughs> Cyrus. I don't, why Miley Cyrus all of a sudden I like, have no fucking I that was trying just to think of something like
0: well, I was trying to think of somebody that's, like, nobody would fucking, like, see being playing this part.
1: Oh. Well. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah Miley Cyrus. Well, I was thinking the one you'd absolutely never see would be fucking Carrot Top. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With his brother Carrot Top, because he's Jack, too. Yeah. <laughs> hey. He's like, also a ghost hunter as well. <laughs> but oh my his god. His nickname is Prop Hunt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's just like in the rear with the gear. He's in the ghost hunting van <laughs> with all the equipment and shit. He's like, "I got this new one." He's like, Shh, and he just busts out like fucking Q for fucking 007. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's he's going in there. <laughs>
0: That's a good cough.
1: (laughs) With special guest star Carrot Top. I got the new Ghost Scrambler.
0: (laughs) uh, Fucking you say Ghost Scrambler.
1: Oh, it's just a bunch of eggs in the shape of ghosts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just a scrambled egg beater with a fucking Ghostbusters no symbol on it. Just Ghost Scrambler. I made the tongs out of iron and salt, so it always gets them.
1: <laughs> uh, Thank you
0: for your help, my brother, Prop Hunt.
1: I think that's the whole movie right there, though. <laughs> like, that shit writes itself after that point. <laughs> I think we should just, like, instead of like trying to like hammer out the entire script and flesh out a movie, we should just, like, try to come up with multiple fucking movie titles and see if we can get like just a... Sus- oh, Jesus. You know, just like try to make multiple black holes that are su- self-sustainable <laughs> <laughs> to where people can just run with those ideas once the plant has been seeded and germinates in the brains of the fucking audience.
0: Okay, okay. So how about a romantic comedy,
1: right? Oh, okay. We got horror comedy, now romantic comedy.
0: Yeah, but we're going to touch on romantic comedy. <laughs>
1: Boner soup. <laughs>
0: Like, Boner, actually, that kind of works with what I was going for.
1: Well, I was, that, was a, that was a Nick Swartzen bit where he was talking about it. it was like a serious drama movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it just ruins the trailer at the end by yelling, or it's like, from the maker of Castaway and the director of uh, Saving Private Ryan comes Boner Soup. <laughs> what the fuck?
0: <laughs> no, um, okay, so... Here's the premise. I don't have a title for it yet, but we have to like, just, just let me pitch the premise and then we can go for a title. Um, it stars a uh, it's not. Here's how the movie goes. So it's a romantic comedy and the leading lady falls in love with a much younger man because she used to babysit his dad and he reminds him a lot of his father. Oh, and, but his entire career is nothing like a pottery class expert where he teaches, you know, the elderly. How to, like, make clay pots, and that's the only way he can use his art degree. So, you know, it's not she's not after his money.
1: So it's literally just uh, like an old woman looking for some arm candy for. Her yeah, pretty bed. much.
0: So, like, I'm thinking of, like, a, like Jason Momoa being the guy. And, oh, my God. And fucking Betty White being the woman.
1: Oh, my goodness. That is <laughs> just great. Think,
0: just see, just Jason Momoa laying on, just laying on his bed and, like, fucking Betty White rubbing him down with wet clay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like.
1: Wait, wait, who's the guy who played uh, Jacob on the Twilight films? Oh God. Because um, he was also in the uh grown ups too as the one that kept doing those backflips.
0: Oh, that's uh Taylor Lopner.
1: Yeah, you have him fucking be the love interest too. You, like he'd be a good one.
0: Oh let no, have him be um a Betty White's uh pool boy? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: pool boy slash lover.
1: <clears throat> oh my goodness. Poor Betty White. She, <laughs> I hope she doesn't sign on to this if it becomes a thing. <laughs> I hope,
0: God, I don't get a fucking text from Betty White. She's like, great movie idea. In fact, <laughs> no, she, no. I like, don't want to see a weird sex scene between you, Taylor Lopner, and Jason Momoa. All right? like right? Uh, I'm not going to have to write weird, creepy antics for this movie.
1: No, she'd send you a fucking casting list. You'd be like, all right, oh, oh Channing Tatum. She thinks she can get Channing Tatum. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> She could try. I mean, I don't know. She's Betty White. She might be able to.
1: Oh man, yeah. Betty she's White's like, got a lot of pull. And
0: she's over there, like I had Shatner when he was in his prime. So like he, yeah, but you were still thirty years older than him. Like I don't want
1: to hear it. Man, yeah, Betty White though, like she's like Carlin, man. She ain't lost a step in her years. Like you know, a lot of people they fucking either come to or succumb to Alzheimer's or senile yeah. dementia. But and Betty she's White's over there just, with a
0: martini, just like you bitches.
1: So like, just fucking sharp as a tack. Just, I, may, I bet she eats a lot of fish.
0: Uh, let's see. Uh, what can... Like, should we make, like, Betty White in this scenario like a rich, bony old blue hair?
1: I would think she, she'd she be better off uh, in this regard playing, like, an eccentric billionaire who's just off doing crazy shit with Ooh. her money. I
0: have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay, so Betty White's ex-husband um, owned a owned a real estate business of like major commercial real estate. And when she, when he died, he willed the business to her and Jason Momoa is currently renting a studio out of that, out of the, out of the building that she owns and he's behind in his rent. So, and that's how he, he he, like in his mind, like, okay, I'm just going to date Betty. She's interested in me to save my business. But in fact, he ends up falling in love with her and like, in like goofy and weird, like billionaire antics. But like, it's like the one man who was willing to do anything. And we mean anything to save his business. (laughs) Jason Momoa dicks down Betty White. (laughs) (laughs) Dicks down Betty (laughs) White. Call me Aquaman. Oh, Aqua, sir. (laughs) Great job, sport.
1: <laughs> Just pats him on the head. <laughs> uh, you call the mo- you call the name of the movie "Business and Pleasure."
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, uh, God, it, it, it's got to be like like <laughs> this summer. You'll see a business in the front, but a party in the rear. <laughs> You're going to have, oh my God, get Jason Momoa to have a fucking mullet too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got to name it, like, Moulet, the The story, the struggle of one man's journey to find love. But it's just spelled mullet, whatever calls it, Moulet.
1: <laughs> Moulet, 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 Moulet. Yeah, there's not a lot I can think of to contribute, because, like, as far as romantic comedies, the only one I could actually muster to get through that I kind of enjoyed was, uh, well, I liked uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah. And then there was uh, shit, the one that Zac mm-hmm. Efron starred in, and I can't even remember what it was called, where <laughs> at the very beginning. Was they
0: Hairspray? I don't <laughs> fucking know.
1: Well, they were fucking taking uh, Viagra to go to parties and be able to bone a lot, and then at the end of the day, de- at the end of the night, they couldn't piss. <laughs> and, and, and the dude's like calling his buddy Zach, and he's like, "Dude, I can't take a piss. What do you got? What do you do, man?" He's like, "Dude, you got to like lay." Horizontal, like down on the bowl with your dick just pointing at the water and it'll start going. He's like, Really? And then he, they show Zach Efron butt naked laying on the fucking toilet. He's like, Yeah, man, that's what you gotta do. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, fuck. I can't remember the name of that movie, but.
0: <laughs> okay, so like, um, We have the love story, had the, the, the romantic comedy moulet. Um okay, uh God. I, I'm I'm wanting to stay with like the comedy genre on this one, so like subgenre the shit out of this, just like sa- like fantasy sci fi comedy.
1: Oh, so the fifth element.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
1: Well, the Orville's a thing, but uh, nah, I was thinking, uh, here's a good idea for one. Like, What if you had a show where like, the universe itself had a will, and it was just a dick with this one guy? <laughs> 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 and, it just, and it's just like, every day, the guy goes to work, and it's just like, oh, I'm going to make it rain. <laughs> I was like, ha, 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 ha. "Fuck you, Steve!" <laughs> <It> was like,
0: <laughs> "But Steve's no. will never breaks."
1: Right. So okay, yeah. But he's
0: just like so used to it that he's numb. <laughs> like fucking lightning strikes him on the way out to his car, <laughs> and he's just like, "Fuck, man! Third time this week, we got to keep like I, gotta get, I ain't gonna be late today. They're not gonna believe another lightning attack."
1: Yeah, we we can actually just shorten this to a movie. Instead of a show, I'm just going to title it Steve's an Asshole. <laughs> you just, the whole movie is from the perspective of the universe, dicking with him, and it's just like, yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah,
0: and then Steve's an Asshole.
1: And then eventually, like, Steve's persistence wins him over, and he fucking, you know, ends up fucking, yeah, all right, Steve, you're not so bad. But, you know, through, like, most of the movie, he's just fucking, you know, yeah, hitting him with lightning bolts and <laughs> fucking car... Pops a tire. He's gotta pull over, fucking call AAA, and then he gets gored by a deer while he's waiting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Got> <laughs> <it>. Fucking Steve. <laughs> okay. Who the fuck would
0: play Steve in this scenario, though? Like, like, what actor would still be like happy go lucky or just blasé? That would be blasé. To bad shit happening to him.
1: Uh, in the, in the movie is named Steve's an asshole. I'm just thinking, all of a sudden, you get Steve O to play Steve. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. You just have him walk around like, oh man, and he would actually do a lot of the stunts. Like, I, I have a feeling he would be like, yeah.
1: yeah, totally light me up with that lightning, yo. It's like, no, man, it's 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 just a, you know, you just stand in front of green screen. Oh man, I thought you had tasers. <laughs> then he's like, oh, you don't have a real deer. No, man, it's a fucking, it's a prop. <laughs>
0: Well, at, well, that would actually line up with Steve's beliefs because he's, like, hardcore vegan. Ah. Uh, like, he he doesn't like suffering, suffrage of animals at all.
1: So we're going to CG the fuck out of that deer. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> can, I mean, it's, it, it's going to be a B-rated fucking... How
0: about this? Like, instead of a deer... Like, make it, like, a deer-like creature, like an antelope, something that's, like, nowhere near his, like, Midwestern s- uh, city that he lives in. It's just, like, one escape from the zoo and he decide to choose violence against Steve, because he's an asshole.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> then a monkey also gets out. He thinks he's clear, and then a fucking turd just hits him in the face. <laughs> the monkey's
0: riding the antelope.
1: <laughs> just fucking...
0: That's how he doesn't see the antelope coming. He looks over and goes, "Is that a monkey?" Just right in his face. And then it gets gored by an antelope, and fucking AAA watches the entire thing.
1: Doesn't like, get out. The animals are fake, but the shit is real. It was in <laughs> os contract. He he demanded it. He's like, if you're gonna hit me with shit, it's gotta be real. We so
0: launched it at him <laughs> with a literal slingshot.
1: <laughs> he's like, he's method, man. He he just he, he's like, people have seen me get hit with shit so many times, you know, they just know it was bullshit if I didn't react the same way. <laughs>
0: That was the best Stevo impression of him on ketamine <laughs> I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> uh
1: I haven't really worked on a Stevo. I was just like, ah, oh, let me try to break it out, see if I can do a little bit of Stevo. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> Yeah, <it> dude. <did. laughs>
0: but no, um, I I'm thinking of like uh like who who would like voice the universe? Like, and I don't want to make it Morgan Freeman. Steven Wright. Is he still alive? I kind of want Andrew Dice Clay to voice the universe.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, I can't even do, do it. From all- Yo, Steve's an asshole. That's why I keep doing that to him.
0: <laughs> <coughs> Watch, i flick my cigarette down. <laughs> it's going to hit him in the tank. <laughs>
1: Yo, Steve, what's up, man? Oh, man. Yeah. Andrew Dice Clay would be perfect for that.
0: <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay is the universe like, Steve, you're an asshole. <laughs> know what I say here? Look at this bitch with tits. I <laughs> am like Yo, Steve needs tits. <laughs> Let's put him on him right now. <laughs> Yeah, have Steve-O get a breast implant through the fucking... Like, after the goring, he gets taken to the hospital. The... <laughs> and they switch his yeah, the charts. the are switched. He comes out with a luscious pair of tits. <laughs> <And> just, what? <laughs> Standing in the mirror, I didn't ask for these.
1: <laughs> you didn't touch my dick, did you? <laughs> <coughs> oh, man, I got only one testicle. <laughs>
0: No, oh wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. One. That's right. <laughs> it just flashbacks of last week. Her Golf club hits him in the dick while he's swimming. <laughs> <laughs> he can just he goes four. <laughs> oh, shit. He just lands in the pool as he's doing a backstroke and just pops a testicle. <laughs>
1: It's like they're at like a driving range and the guy somehow whiffs it backwards <laughs> and it clears the gate over to the next property where he's just fucking trying to swim by himself. <laughs> oh, am <my> nuts?
0: Like <laughs> the universe
1: really...
0: <laughs> That's the funniest shit I've ever done to that guy. <laughs> That's top A, class three shit there.
1: <laughs> next I'm going to have Hornets build a nest in his car engine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that way when he turns the key... Horn is it's flying fly in through the AC unit. Stings the fuck out of him.
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> you
0: know why? Because Steve's an asshole. I don't like how Steve's always positive. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's just him being upbeat. It's just pissing the universe off. Like, how dare you like being in this shit, old man? <laughs> it's like
0: Steve-O gets booed. And he's just like, hey, at least I'm hot now. <laughs> he starts playing with him. <laughs>
1: Like, fuck, man, you can't get this guy to fucking me. Oh, man. Steve's an asshole. <laughs> it's like, Steve's an asshole. <laughs> you can't get him to fucking bow. Starring
0: Steve-O and Andrew Dice Clay.
1: <laughs> oh, man, that one's gold.
0: How <laughs> about you want to bet that one random night Steve-O listens to this, and he's just like, oh, that's...
1: Good idea.
0: I gotta call these guys.
1: <laughs> uh, well, he's he's you know clean off everything now, and he like he don't even yeah. smoke weed. So he doesn't I wouldn't smoke weed. He don't do any of that. So he, he does.
0: He's like definitely not against it, but he just doesn't do it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't blame him because he he like fucking he he decided that you know that shit got too much and he got too crazy with whatever and he just said enough's enough. I'm like, what? I had to cut out drinking, so I, I'll get the whole thing.
0: Well, it's not only that, but it's like when they had the intervention for him, and like Johnny Knoxville was talking about, it's like, yeah, we went over there to have a forced intervention with him. And we said, Steve O, this is your intervention. And he goes, and Steve was just so non confrontational, he just went, okay. <laughs> like, he, he's like, it was the easiest you know, intervention we've ever been a part of. Like we told him he had a problem, and he went and got fucking clean. It's like, it was like, if we would have known, it'd have been you know
1: this easy earlier. You know, it's funny though. It's like, I decided to quit drinking, but I was kind of shitty because, really, I always wanted an intervention. I'm like, man.
0: I want people to care. Yeah, about I me. want people to at least fucking phone it in, <laughs> pretend to give
1: a shit uh, that I'm, you know, ruining my life and everything. But I, I guess know, I know, if right. I'm not stealing from them, and they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta get on that's that it. heroin. That's what. That's where the real fucking. <laughs> that's it, mom. Give me the
0: family heirloom. I need
1: booze. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that you can get it so cheap.
0: Well, that's why it's one of the uh, like hardest drugs to kick, as alcohol. Because it's because it's so commercialized and normalized through absolutely everything so you're trying to like stay away from it and stop being influenced by it but you can't really because it's fucking everywhere it's you know, movies fucking TV you you there's ads everywhere there's magazine ads. I know magazine billboards I mean it's on every fucking commercial almost it's like it's modelo time it's like I know it is but I can't have any.
1: I like Jim Jeffries on Alcoholics when he kept pulling beers out from behind the fucking stool. And they're like, how many do you think I got back there? <laughs> Actually, I got a little midget making me a cocktail right now. <laughs> Didn't he get punched on stage once? I'm sure if anybody did, it was him. But I'm sure it's happened to more of the people than just him. But uh, I would say probably. I don't know.
0: Like, I can't remember. There's like a – there's – like an Australian stand-up comedian. He's really, like, he's really famous for just saying the shit and everybody thinks.
1: Yeah. That sounds like something that people get punched for nowadays.
0: Yeah. And uh, he pissed off a guy, and he, uh, another drunk Australian guy jumped on the stage and fucking started beating his ass.
1: Was it Foster's? <laughs> was he drinking Foster's? Or was it that fucking Keystone shit? <laughs> Isn't Keystone also an Australian beer? I don't know. Yeah, I have no clue. But Somebody told that. me that once. Maybe I'm full of shit. I didn't drink beer, man. I was bottom shelf vodka.
0: <laughs> man, and, you know, after quitting, um, like, that's the, like, like, after quitting, that was the biggest, like, hurdle for me was the fact that I missed, like, the camaraderie, like, sitting down and sitting down and having a beer with a friend on the on a hot summer night on their porch you know i'm like man i miss that and i realize like it wasn't the beer that i'm missing it's like, i'm missing that like i'm missing that 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 connection but then you realize that if that's what you think you need to make a connection then you're completely fucking wrong it's like you can still get that feeling back just without the alcohol it's because you feel normalized with it like well, he can drink. He's got his shit under control. Like not everybody who drinks has their shit under control. Like I was a very high functioning alcoholic. Like nobody knew, nobody knew. And when I told him, like, yeah, man, I was high functioning, and they're like, "What do you mean?" He like we couldn't tell. I know high functioning.
1: Oh, I could have pulled off being a high functioning if it weren't for the fact that, you know, I decided to put a lot of the non functioning aspects on the internet. <coughs> so it's like, you know, publicize my whole alcoholism is doesn't really do much for my character.
0: And, you know, you kind of made a character called Alcapaul.
1: I know that was the most brilliant thing i would ever <laughs> fucking done. As Alcapaul was to name himself. But uh, I on that same vein, I was like, man, we I'm, I'm trying to start to think maybe coming up with a stoner comedy. But uh
0: uh, if we do, it has to be two people who are you would never think that'd be that'd be stoners. Like, obviously, we're like, I'm gonna try to stay away from like the Seth Rogans and and all that.
1: I'm thinking Pierce Brosnan and Nicki Minaj.
0: No, see, that's a good that's good by the way. <laughs> but I see Nicki Minaj being able to like outsmoke most men. Yeah. But I'd say somebody like Pierce Brosnan and uh and like Dolly Parton.
1: <laughs> Dolly Parton. <coughs> she probably really does smoke fucking tons of weed, man. It's,
0: I'm guessing Pierce Brosnan does too.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, I, you know, it's it's weird though cuz it's like it's not one of those drugs that's like highly sought after, criminalized, but at the same time, it's one that you don't necessarily want to publicize the fact that you and go, you know, engage in it.
0: I'm engaging it live on my show. I don't care.
1: I know, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, if you're, you know, an A-list Hollywood actor, it might fuck with some of your gigs you have lined up. If, if you're like a child actor, like fucking Pee Wee Herman would have only not been a kids' show host, he would have not been arrested for jacking off in that fucking <laughs> porno theater. And, you know, if he was, if he was actually. You know, just, like, say if Bruce Willis got caught doing that, which he wouldn't because, you know, he was fucking married to Demi Moore and shit. But Yeah. uh, But hypothetically, let's say somebody else that doesn't market to children was caught in that same scenario, that probably wouldn't have blown up that big. It would definitely nowadays because news cycles being what they are. Yeah. It was like, oh, well, oh, oh. Right there on Facebook. uh, Oh, somebody posted a picture on Facebook that they saw walking down the street of uh, Bruce Willis in a fat booth or whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's in there jerking it right now. This is the 12th time today.
1: (laughs) I mean, I can almost see that celebrities doing shit like that because, like, maybe the people sold star maps to their fucking house so they feel like they can't have any (laughs) privacy at their own home so they go out in disguise and hit a fucking adult theater to have some private fap time (laughs) i could almost see that being a thing like
0: uh how about um like stoner comedy like pierce brosnan um what's the premise
1: that's what I'm working on. I'm like, well, I, I'm thinking it's got to be some kind of fucking experimental weed that they get a hold of. The and The holy govern- nugget. <laughs> the holy nugget. It's just like. Well, see,
0: like, how about like.
1: It's the first and only plant of a new species they've been trying to hybridize and make. And it's Oof. just all of it grows in one smokable nug that you can just chip okay. off and you got and they and they're going to smoke the whole thing but they the government's after him to get it back so they can plant more and, or whatever or use it as a weapon <laughs> okay
0: so so here it is here it is i got you on this one all right so it's Pierce Brosnan he works for uh he works for Interpol in the like science division so like like he's like the overseer of this project uh, and his roommate/best friend Dolly Parton is a like major drug dealer but her connection like her connections got arrested so she needs more weed and Pierce Brosnan is now supplying her with whatever weed he can get his hands on but he's trying not not to give her a piece of this piece of this weed because when you smoke it you start hallucinating and talking to the weed gods the weed yeah the weed gods the the deities of the smoke spook of the spliff if you might want to say (laughs) (laughs) and like that unlocks like all universal knowledge as long as you're high it's like when you're sober you just completely fucking forget about it but like Uh. just just imagine like Dolly Parton and fucking Pierce Brosnan just ripping a big fat fucking bong hit (laughs) just in their apartment and like not knowing that it's like god of weed and they go like they like transcend into the sky, and they're talking to like Cheech and Chong, and Willie Nelson, and Snoop Dogg, and
1: I think that we've we've ran into a, a trapping in these writings. It's like the biggest joke in the in these comedies we've been doing is in the casting.
0: Yeah, that, that's <laughs> it's like well, you don't want to like you don't want to do an obvious cast like names like this. People want to see them break out of what they're usually
1: doing. Well, The Rock's done comedy before in the on the off the rails thing. We've uh, uh, like,
0: yeah, but I wanted to play this <laughs> as serious as humanly possible.
1: And uh, I'm trying to think some comedies he was in. Well, he was in romantic comedies because he was in the Game Plan and the Tooth Fairy and fucking yeah. So I don't count those as real comedies. That's why you. I was kind of silent when you were doing Moulet. <laughs> I'm like, ah, this ain't my fucking. This ain't my v- rodeo, man. I'm, I mean, it's not my first one, but I don't enjoy these particular ones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just think it'd be funny watching, you know, Jace Momoa spinning Betty White on a claymaking table and molding <laughs> <her>. <laughs> just lovingly.
1: Oh man, what was what what uh? What's on, the song that they were fucking listening to when they did that? Because they fucking. Well, that song's copyrighted, but Family Guy was allowed to play it.
0: Uh man, I don't know. Like I want it to be like
1: Friends listen to Endless Love
0: in the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, um uh... God, what would be a good one? Like love lift us up where we belong. <laughs>
1: no. Oh man. Uh well,
0: how about accidentally in love?
1: I was gonna say uh, <laughs> you could say, "What's love got to do with it?"
0: <laughs> What's love got to do? I mean, they could be listening to something like really good, like Purple Rain, or like When Doves Cry.
1: Let's get it on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Put have some Marvin Gaye on there. A <laughs> little bit of Isaac Hayes in the background. <laughs> but have Jason Momoa sing it. There's just like an instrumental behind him.
1: I think my lighter is close to dying. So the Holy Night starring.
0: Pierce Brosnan.
1: Yeah, Pierce Brosnan, and I'm not really keen on the Dolly Parton. Sure, part. I mean, we can
0: pick somebody else.
1: I would say that would be. Uh, I'd almost say Kathy Bates would be better there, but uh, you'd see her there more like believably, though. So yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, you can make it a believable one. Like, you can make it like Woody Harrison or some shit.
1: Pierce Brosnan and uh, Carrot Top again. No. <laughs> 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 fucking Carrot Top keeps popping in Bulls movies, goddamn. It. <laughs> no. You uh, keep
0: fucking around, and he's going to start calling you like, hey, man, you really making those movies? <laughs> I'd do it for $400 and a milkshake. Yeah. <laughs>
1: can I just have my bike back? <laughs> I like how he did that. at Fucking the roast of Flame of Flames. Like, I'm not here for anything in particular, man. I just came to get my bike back. <laughs> but, uh, no. Uh, like, uh, I'm thinking, like, somebody younger that's more relevant today, but that you also wouldn't see in a stoner comedy. And to me... There ain't a lot of that out there, because, no, like, okay. everyone in Hollywood, you're like, they're on something. God damn it.
0: <laughs> I'm like Jennifer Lawrence.
1: Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence, that wouldn't be a bad one. Or, uh...
0: Yeah, but she's a damn good actor, though, and you can, like, she can definitely play this role off.
1: What about, uh... Oh, what's her name? What's her name?
0: Uh, like, it doesn't even have to be female. We would be like RuPaul. Paul. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Andy Dick. <laughs> Fucking Andy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There we go. It's, I sharted. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be Andy Dick. Oh man. Because <laughs> Andy Dick's never been in a stoner comedy. Now I'm thinking about it. He's been in movies. Yeah, he that, really hasn't, has he? No. Yeah, he's been in a lot of different comedy movies, but none that featured pot as like the central narrative device. Oh, God,
0: fucking Andy Dick and Pierce Brosnan, the golden
1: nug. Let me take the nug. I'll keep it safe. I'll keep it safe. <laughs> it's like, you're just going to smoke it again. You always
0: say that. <laughs> well, yeah, how do I know if my product's any good? <laughs> like, come on, smoke it with me. <laughs> <laughs> caressing Pierce Brosnan's chest. This <laughs> fucking Andy Dick. He'll do shit like that.
1: Oh, yeah. Andy Dick will fucking...
0: Like, man, for some reason, my mind went fuck... to fucking, like, Marilyn Manson and Pierce Brosnan. I'm just
1: <laughs> thinking that he'd just try to fuck the nugget at some point in the movie. <laughs> He's it's that... Mine. But can you fuck it, though? <laughs> can you?
0: <laughs> I personally put my balls in every nug we sell. <laughs> If it passes the ball dip, they get to smell it. <laughs> no, like. uh Like, have like the CEO of the company that that's paying for the development of the Nugby played by Marilyn Manson without all the makeup on him.
1: I don't even remember dude's legit name.
0: Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> like, he's all super serious about getting it back, like, because he's against smoking weed but he loves money more so he's not a stoner whatsoever like he's like every anti-drug like like he doesn't believe in like painting his face or like make it like like he's so fucking superior to everybody else like to the point where it's hilarious and being played by Marilyn Manson
1: so uh basically uh a moral crusader
0: yeah so like Bree Larson. But played by Meryl Manson.
1: <laughs> Play and plays it just as dislikably, but by intention, not by default. Yeah. <laughs> Man, did you see the interview where old dude was like, Don't touch me. <laughs> like, I think it was uh uh Don Cheadle that was like she she uh was like hey, like during an interview mm-hmm. she just like was trying to make a joke or whatever and just tapped him on the shoulder he's like don't touch me <laughs> and I was like oh man that's cold he's like this. I've
0: seen a lot like that actually and
1: remember. Jeremy Renner was like that fucking saying shit like you could tell the like when she's in the room that they're just like ah oh, fuck this bitch man <laughs> and I mean you know that's just speculative, I guess, but, uh, you know. And you could say, well, they're actors. Maybe they're acting like they hate her. I'm like, well, what would be the point of that? No, like, they- have
0: <laughs> you ever seen the one with uh, Richard Pryor and Chevy Chase?
1: Uh, where, where Richard Pryor was borderline wanting to fucking beat the shit out yeah. of Chevy Chase, and yeah. Chevy Chase was too fucking ignorant to understand that he was about to get the shit. Yeah, that one. <laughs> he was about to get wet worked.
0: Because he fucking... Tapped him on the leg, he's like, Oh come on, don't do that. And Rich Pryor goes, get your damn hands off me. I was like, Ooh, he about to fight, man. Like you Chevy, shut up before he takes you to the levee and make sure that it's dry. He's like, shut the fuck up.
1: Chevy's about to get chased. And it ain't gonna last too long either, because I was I know Richard, he man, he was I seen him running on fire. He fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, he catch your ass, Chevy. He fuck big shit shit. <laughs> like I don't know. He's got the fucking lighter in his fist because he had MS. So that's a, already, had his fist pack ready yeah. to go. Like a lot of people didn't know he had a fucking lighter in his hand at all times to hide the fact that his hand was like always clenching on its own.
0: Well, it's, you know, like back to that feud is like that all started on SNL because they did a skit where, uh, where, like, the job interviewer was interviewing, you know, Richard Pryor, and he's like, I'm going to say some word association, you just say the things that come back into your mind.
1: Yeah, dead honky.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it was spear chucker, honky, jungle bunny, honky, honky. (laughs) Then drops the end bomb and goes, dead honky. He, He didn't like Chevy Chase because Chevy Chase was, like, the first person to ask for that. He's like, hey, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And like, and come to find out that he's actually pretty fucking racist. Mm. Like he's like, he's one of those like borderline like. We should probably do a psyche vow on you, racist.
1: Well, I've always gotten upset lately over like the car uh, the. Wow, fuck, conflation of the word racist because like a lot of people will use like the sociological definition nowadays to and conflate it with the dictionary definition. Like, because the dictionary definition is well, you know, the belief that one race is superior to another based on whatever belief, or that one race is inferior to another because of whatever. While the sociological definition is well this race is inherently privileged over one another race so we have to accommodate for that and that's called like equity oppression and uh like uh oh, man <laughs> I get too much into the fucking political wormhole that's why I try to not go into that fucking Yeah, don't heaven. do that.
0: <laughs> but we can do a political comedy. <laughs> well,
1: I don't know, man. I like the candidate and that's about as fucking slapstick as you can get with the uh political process. I don't know, man. I
0: just want to see people like, you know, like Lewis Black and Ron White fucking debate.
1: Lewis Black, I could definitely see, but Lewis Black again is actually political. Like he's actually been on like the daily show and I've seen him give like Ted talks about politics and then growing up in DC and shit.
0: Yeah. But like, but obviously somebody who's like really politically charged comedian go up against somebody that's not politically correct.
1: Well, I mean, I think that it's done well by people like Louis Black and fucking Jon Stewart. But, yeah, that shit's lost today on the...
0: Yeah, but just think of, like, Louis Black, like, debating Dave Chappelle. Hmm. I think that would be, like, a really good, like, make everybody bust out in stitches laughing debate. Of, like, pretty much anything.
1: See if I was gonna have, uh, see the problem is you couldn't do like a fucking uh political like campaign movie or anything like that if it's gonna be like a black dude against a white dude, they would like like people in the fucking yeah, in the whole zeitgeist that is. Facebook and Twitter, there'd be a whole wave of motherfuckers that would just take it to a racial place right away. It's like, oh, yeah, so... If-
0: yeah, and that's that's actually one of the beauty parts about the movie, you really think about it. Because think about just, like, <clears throat> Lewis Black debating something against Dave, says something quasi-racist. Like, I'm tired of when you people always have to argue with my people, and it was just some, some shit, like, quasi-racist shit. And then Dave Chappelle like, does the whole you people thing. And Lewis Black goes, oh, shut up. This isn't a race thing. I'm Jewish. And so Dave Chappelle just kind of looks over, oh, like, oh, so you a salt-free white. That's what you are. <laughs> you sodium free white.
1: Salt-free <laughs> cracker. <laughs> you're a you're a
0: sodiumless cracker. <laughs> what you is. Like, you, we don't even put you in salads. You're so bad. You a Ritz Bits. <laughs> <laughs> like, I personally find, would find that fucking hilarious.
1: Oh, yeah. A lot of people would. Normal people would. But. Normal people aren't the ones who go on Twitter and Facebook and bitch about everything that regular people enjoy. I'm about to get fucked up here when I scrape all this resin down into the chamber and okay. then apply fire. <laughs>
0: Like, no, we can actually just nix. Like, the more I think about it, the more we can just nix that political comedy thing.
1: I still like when Will Ferrell punched the baby in (laughs) the candidate. (laughs) I don't care what anyone says. That baby had it coming. (laughs) Um. Any baby that could fucking hurt Will Ferrell's hand after punching it needed to be stopped. (laughs) Man,
0: I was getting ready to say spaghetti western comedy, but one of those, those always work.
1: Oh, I liked uh, the, and I regret saying it because I fucking hate Disney as a company, but I liked their uh, Lone Ranger movie that they came out with that had... uh,
0: Johnny Depp in it?
1: Yeah, as Tonto. I was trying to think of who played the... uh, the Lone Ranger himself. I don't remember who it is. and I'm, I want to say Thomas Jane, but I don't think it was Thomas Jane.
0: No, it wasn't Thomas Jane. It
1: was Jane. somebody who favors him a little bit, though.
0: Like Michael Fassbender or some shit. No, no, it wasn't. No, no, fuck. I don't know who the fuck played him.
1: I wonder, like, what would have happened if that would have been a real fight when Thomas Jane stabbed Kevin Nash... And then Kevin Nash would have been, like, let free to whoop the shit out of him. Oh, man,
0: I got 20 bucks on Nash because he just got stabbed and didn't flinch. He's just, oh, I'm stabbed. Look at that.
1: Need some super glue. It was a blunt knife, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Thomas Jane stuck it all the way in his shoulder.
1: Right. That means he had some power. So, like, I mean, so kudos to Thomas Jane, man. He, He got an arm on him. Be able to stick him, uh, uh, and plus he's sticking a beefy target like yeah. Nash, so there's some resistance there, too. And he just,
0: like, instant, <laughs> all the way to the hilt. And I'm like, ooh, that's bad.
1: But again, when like, he- I think
0: Kevin Nash would have beat the absolute hell out of him, you think about it. Because what do you do? Like, you just stabbed him, and he didn't do anything.
1: And chances are, though, because he got stabbed in the left side, yeah, chances yeah. are he's right-handed. So he's still got the good one free.
0: <laughs> he's going to pick you up by your testicle, just one, and start swinging you around like you're a, like you're a tire and he's a pissed-off gorilla. Like, that's what's about to happen.
1: About to be throwing dudes into other dudes.
0: <laughs> I mean, which kind of happened like that in in the movie.
1: Oh yeah, he threw the shit out of Thomas Jane in the movie.
0: Man, I'm just so glad that they were like really like good people, though. Just to be just to be real. Like Thomas Jane felt fucking terrible.
1: Oh yeah. I'd have felt terrible too watching Samuel L. Jackson get eaten by that horrible 3D rendering of a shark.
0: (laughs) Jaws to guppy. No, uh, God, but what was it? Oh, yeah, have you heard? Did you heard about, like, what happened with Alec Baldwin, right?
1: I seen uh, a clip uh, to a fucking fucking, uh, yeah, thumbnail clickbait into me, into watching it on Facebook, uh, YouTube, but I got distracted with another video and haven't checked he, into it yet, he, so uh, I don't remember what it's, the headline said. He,
0: he, he killed the uh, director of photography. On the set of Rust, on accident.
1: Oh yeah, it was a fucking real gun went off and. No, taken. it was a
0: live round. It was a live round in a blank gun. Is what it was. Oh. Because they can still fire, but like the barrel's going to explode and all a bunch of other shit. Because it's not meant to. for some reason. It's only meant to fire blanks. It was one of those guns. It was a prop gun, and it had a live round in it. and He ended up shooting his uh, and killing his director of photography, like and was not his fault, but imagine what he's going through right now for two reasons. one, he just killed a person and he didn't mean to it was somebody he considered a friend. and two, oh my God, the memes
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh there are so
0: many fucking memes, man. Like, people are just like, with the big iron on his hip. <laughs> like, the, like, really mean ones, man. And even I'm like, dude, a person died. Like, I keep underestimating how shitty the internet is.
1: And, and see, that's the problem with, like, with governments nowadays is because the people in control see shit like that and they think that's everybody that makes shit like that. It's like, no, dude, you're... You got one guy who makes like 80% of these. <laughs> it's like That's usually how memes work. You got one fucking meme lord that's got a huge account. I mean, that's how podcasts work. Joe Rogan cleans house because he's the most popular. It's a, there's a rule called first come best dressed. Yes. And they're usually the ones that get all the success, while the ones Johnny come lately's they, they pick up the scraps. And that's why you fucking had all the panhandlers after the gold rush. Well, yeah, once once word came of the gold rush, that meant the motherfucker already found the good shit.
0: Yeah, it's already <laughs> rushing. Like,
1: <laughs> like we'd already done made the rush, motherfuckers. We'll let you know. You can pick up what we fucking couldn't lift because gold's fucking heavy.
0: <laughs> yes, gold is very dense and it's got a very low melting point, too. Which is why it sucks as a weapon.
1: Well, depends on if you're talking about a conventional weapon or a rod from God. You, you fucking launch that shit into space and then just drop it on somebody from really it, high. It
0: was, honest to god, it would burn up in the atmosphere.
1: Well, yeah, it would
0: just it would. <laughs> it's a good way to give somebody a golden shower. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it could be just like because uh, I'm thinking they got the uh 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 EFP you know, uh, explosively formed projectile. It's actually essentially that that's fucking melted copper shooting through so it'd just be like but you're saying it would burn up so it'd probably you're saying it'd be like a gaseous state by the time it fucking almost
0: it'd either be a gaseous state or a liquid state to where once it like hits a certain velocity it's going to cool off and like almost be the size of a raindrop so imagine actually like billions upon billions of golden raindrops just piercing skulls because they're also still very dense and very heavy it's just like maybe that's a good way just to fuck up a country. Yeah. Well. it's like, "Oh, you want gold? All right. I'm going to turn your we're going to make your entire country kind of look beautiful for a minute with we'll a bunch of red and fucking gold everywhere. It's blood and gold, that's all you're going to see."
1: Well, they were talking about rod of rods from God as a project back in the 80s and they aborted it because the plan was to use tungsten and tungsten they found, you know, yeah, it's heavy and shit, but that means it's way too energy uh, costly. Costly, to, yeah. yeah, to fucking try to get it up in the space to begin with. It's
0: too dense. It's too heavy.
1: Yeah, fucking, this shit be heavy, yo.
0: <laughs> it is what it is.
1: Like, we could carry a fucking tungsten basketball up there and just kick it out the window. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just see what happens. A gigantic cannonball essentially <laughs>
1: Yeah, we'll just fucking uh see that being something you could do, just have like fucking satellites that just like you send the satellite up but it also has just like a big ball of tungsten and then you just float it over a specific target with like maybe a world leader you wanna take out and <laughs> pff, it just drops a fucking blood like what happened fucking tungsten uh, ball like, through the fucking like, roof like, and through the basement. Like what
0: happened? Like, oh God dunked on him. That's what happened. <laughs>
1: Like a perfect fucking basketball-shaped fucking cannonball hole going through every floor. It's it's
0: even got the fucking ridges of a basketball. (laughs) The attack's just called Get Dunked On.
1: Wilson. (laughs) 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 I see Wilson on the fucking cement floor here. (laughs) And then they (laughs) they fucking... They attack another target. Oh, shit. This one says... uh, Oh shit! i I don't play basketball like a motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, how many fucking basketballs? I'm trying to think of another basketball brand. <laughs> Spalding. Spalding. That's it. Yeah. I know. I knew it started with a fucking S. Yeah, Spalding. I was afraid of saying I know it started with an S in case it didn't start with an S though. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, oh yeah, it starts with an S. I'm huh? dumbass.
0: <laughs> what we learn? What we learned? <laughs>
1: But then, now that I meant now that it's already been mentioned, I say, "Oh, I was gonna say it started with an S." Everybody's like, "Yeah, sure, you were, cause you you waited till after everything was said." <laughs> right. You can't fucking wait, man. <laughs> and that's what neuroticism does to a brain.
0: <laughs> okay, and, so we got a, we have a comedy horror, a romantic comedy, a stoner comedy,
1: a sci-fi comedy with Steve's an asshole. <laughs> yeah,
0: a sci-fi comedy. Steve's an asshole. <laughs> God, out of all of them, that's, like, the most likely to be made. (laughs) Because, you know, Andrew Dice Clay will take any fucking job at this point in time.
1: Oh, I mean, and it'd be fucking decent for him because he don't even have to, he can phone it in, literally. It's a voiceover role.
0: Yeah, he can just (laughs) do it from, like, you know, in his underwear at his house.
1: (laughs) Yeah, everybody, because every fucking celebrity on the planet has their own studio nowadays.
0: Yeah. It's actually a smart thing to do because, like, do you want to go to an entire big-ass fucking studio like this, record your lines for six hours, and then leave, and then that's it? It's like that takes so much time out of their day. I mean, like, some celebrities live across the fucking country from where they need to record at, so he says, fuck it, I'll just bring recording to my house.
1: Yeah, Tommy Lee fucking had fucking, uh, yeah. uh, Hepatitis C. Yeah, that too. Uh, No, but he had uh, a Starbucks coffee machine in his house. Yeah, he had a Starbucks coffee machine put in his house. Because he's like, man, I I like Starbucks coffee so much, man. I just told him, put one of those motherfuckers in here. (laughs) And it was funny because, like, you know, I saw that episode of Cribs, but what cracked me up was I was watching some program where they were talking about how balling Tommy Lee was and they mentioned that episode of Cribs and they're like, yeah, you gotta be balling to tell Starbucks to do that shit. Cause Starbucks doesn't just do that shit. <laughs> I'm like, really? Like to get the Starbucks treatment like that, you gotta be like fucking I don't know, monarchy? <laughs> you gotta be of the fucking upper, upper one of like upper one percent of the one percent of the fucking point one percent.
0: I'm the .004%. Why four? Because there's, like, me and, like, fucking Jeff Bezos. Like, that's it.
1: <laughs> it's me, Jeff Bezos, fucking Ted Turner. <laughs> 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 and one wow, of do my dogs look like? Ted Turner! <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Eisner. No, and Bill Gates. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's a lot of fucking... I don't know. They haven't carved it into that small of a cross-section of people that own everything yet. Yeah. Thank goodness. I mean, we can't just have everything go to one person, man. That'd just be... That'd be awesome, because we could just kill that one person. No.
0: <laughs> I think everybody's already after Jeff Bezos at this point in time, so...
1: I neglected to bring another pack of cigarettes with me, didn't I? I got you. I gotta keep it even. There we go. See, if I was on Joe Rogan's show, he'd be giving me some scotch and I'd be like, uh, I shouldn't, but I will because I'm an idiot and you have it sitting <laughs> here and it's tempting me, Joe. No, I probably wouldn't drink on Joe Rogan's show.
0: No, I'd smoke with him, though.
1: Oh, I'd definitely smoke with him. Oh, I'd ask him if he's got some DMT. <laughs>
0: Y'all can go ahead and do that DMT. I'll be all right over here with my weed.
1: I'll be like, dude, when the podcast is over, man, I'll go into your fucking isolation booth with you. Well, not the same one, obviously. You got more than one. Because he, he keeps telling people that he fucking has, like, a chamber where He's got multiple fucking isolation tanks. And he's he just fucking goes into the sensory deprivation tank and fucking trips out on DMT from time to time.
0: Yeah, I heard about that, and he just... It's like, man, you, you see God. <laughs> you shouldn't, but you do. And you talk to him.
1: I'd be down for that.
0: I, I man, I already don't do good with hallucinations. So, like, I, I when I was out with COVID last week, like, I'm up here at the studio having fucking fever hallucinations. Like, and bad ones, too. Like, I thought COVID was, like a fucking disease that causes people to turn to robots if you lie still. So I was, like, tossing and turning all night, fearing my future autonomy. So then the next night, it was I thought it was the werewolves. Mm. So I laid as still as I could so I could become a werewolf. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's just me being sick. Like, I don't want to have, like, anything that's going to amplify hallucinations for me.
1: The only time I've ever hallucinated, and I've done acid twice, but neither time did I hallucinate from that. But I did hallucinate while detoxing from alcohol and being prescribed some steroids for my shooting back pain that had me laid up from work at Lee's. Because, you know, my life was awesome at that point. (coughs) Anyway, uh... So yeah, I'm I'm fucking laid up and I'm detoxing from the alcohol and I'm smoking a big joint and then I'm noticing the combination of all the shit I got in my system and leaving my system (laughs) has me fucking tripping out. I'm seeing out of the peripheral of my vision a man that used to live at my mom's house where I was at and he died there. But I'm seeing like his form in my peripheral. But you know when I look over, he's not there. Yeah. But it's just in the peripheral, and I just keep seeing it. It's fucking with me. And then later when I go upstairs, I I see like there's empty soda cans upstairs, and I and it looks like fucking. Spider legs, like granddaddy long legs, just yeah. going really quick in all directions, all around, like, in and out from the lip of the of the mouth of the can on all of them. And I'm just like, well, wow, that's fucking creepy. Uh. <laughs> it's like, it looks like the fucking weird hair effect on old movie reels just all sticking out of the fucking lip of the can.
0: That would actually make, like, a terrifyingly good horror movie. Is just, like, a single guy detoxing, and, like, in the movies, just him going through detoxing phases.
1: Well, they've done that in different phases in, like, movies like Train Spotting, where they had the guy—that's, I think, where they got the original archetype for the baby crawling on the ceiling and yeah. spinning its head around,
0: But I'm which talking they've just like, parodied
1: and other shit.
0: Which, I'm talking just, like, one guy, though. That's the cast. It's just one person, and, like, whomever, whatever's in his hallucinations— but he's locked in his apartment this entire time. And I, like the movie could be like directed to where it's like, damn, that's actually happening. And but it real like realistically, it's, you know, him detoxing from like being a complete drug and alcohol, drug addict and alcoholic. And it's just everything expelling from his body.
1: You could make it be a celebrity who lives in a country with a social credit score. And then they fucking just seal his account and just seal his room where he's at. And then he's forced to detox at that point. Yeah. Because, like, a Chinese celebrity, man, if Jackie Chan just came out against the Chinese government and was in China at (laughs) the time, they'd fuck his shit up.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, God. Like, instead of, like—like, that's an interesting aspect of it. But I almost make it, like, an American citizen living in that country.
1: You could have him fucking uh, get arrested in some fucking third world country where they lock him up in a solitary hole where he has to detox.
0: Yeah, but he thinks he's inside of his house this entire time.
1: That's a hell of a fucking hallucination. How many drugs was this guy on? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And Molly fucking hatchet, saying. man. He was on Molly Hatchett.
0: He was injecting MDMA straight into his crank. Like he is like that bad.
1: Nikki six did heroin through a fire hose. <laughs> fucking I miss Nick Schwartz and doing stand up. Does he does he do stand up anymore, man? I haven't seen uh, I don't
0: that. know. I, I don't know. He he was truly an underrated actor, that's for sure. Uh, but, like, not not to the point where he, like, deserves an Oscar. Just just recognized, at
1: least. A lot of people say his best work was in Reno 911, which I never really got into that show.
0: <laughs> no, he, he was uh, selling but, his body for tacos.
1: Right. I, I remember he was a skate, uh, skating prostitute.
0: Yeah, and he was just like, What happened to you? What happened to you? I was murdered. He killed me. <laughs> I'm dead! Nicholas! (laughs) And it was just... Because that became a meme. It's like, what happened to you? I was murdered!
1: Yeah, but did you die? (laughs) I think that... uh... Yeah, I was on a terror earlier because I was defending Big Bang Theory.
0: <laughs> saying, hey,
1: man, I'm not saying that it's, like, the greatest show, but it was entertaining to me at least, and it was rated very highly. So with all these people coming out saying the show sucks, somebody's fucking lying because the numbers said it was popular.
0: <laughs> well, I never said the show sucks. I just said it wasn't my cup of
1: tea. Oh, know. Uh, I believe you. I'm just saying it's it's kind of become cliche now to just rag on the show and talk shit about it and act like it was well, never like it was doomed to fail from the start because well, it's a piece of shit I'm like the motherfucker ran for 13 seasons it's
0: it's <laughs> this it's people will hate a hype people will, will hate the fans or hate the hype and then blame the show that's why I have to be very clear like I don't hate this or like I don't dislike it I don't like the hype behind it like I love the Nightmare Before Christmas movie but I but I started to hate it for the longest time because I hate the hype. Yeah. I hate that everybody thinks it's like this biggest cinemastical masterpiece and the fuck I'm like, no, it's a good movie and I love it. I love how creepy it is. I said, but you're you're taking it too far.
1: Yeah, I've I like the movie and I've watched it like four or five times in my life. But, you know, I don't feel the need to go and watch it every holiday season and which, you know, the people who are really avid fans of it, they'll watch it for Halloween and Christmas, so... And
0: they'll they'll spam it, too. They'll play it, like, 45 fucking times.
1: Some of the really hardcore ones play it for every holiday that's featured on The Doors. Yeah. Like, oh, well, they show the fucking turkey on one of The Doors, and or, or it's mm-hmm. like a maple leaf or something, or the cornucopia, yeah. or I don't know. But and then they have, the of course, the Easter bunny makes an appearance, so they got to watch it on Easter. You know Jesus died, and we hide the eggs, and then we watch fucking Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> like what a holiday! <laughs> That's like what a fun day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is almost like Kwanzaa level fucked up, man. say,
0: <laughs> well, so you see a beheading on there, so you know they celebrate Yom Kippur. But that oh. was a that was a bad joke. I'm so sorry, everybody out there.
1: Well, Young Kippur, man, you don't eat that one day, and all your years, sin is forgiven. Fucking, uh, John Stewart used to have a bit about that where he'd rip on Lent, and he's like, with your 40 days versus our one day, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> um, it's that same, like, hype thing, like, I hated the, like, I love the movie The Crow as well. But if Brandon Lee hadn't have died during the filming of the movie, would it have gotten as big as it did?
1: No. It was, like, I'd say it was probably a B-movie based on—
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely, like, it's a B-movie.
1: Based on everything that I've seen going on. Like, and I only remember seeing it, like, once because I didn't care for it, when it. I mean, I thought it was okay but well, i thought it was like very overly melodramatic yeah, a lot of the scenes yeah that's
0: what it like it's it's a very okay movie it's and people were just like oh man that's one of the best movies out there I was like no that's because Brandon Lee died during the filming of it it has a dark history that's why you like
1: it well, The same thing with the with the dark knight well really the whole nolan trilogy got excused because of Heath, Heath Ledger Led- dying after the second one got well, during the filming of the second one, really wasn't it?
0: No, 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 he actually died during the filming of uh, uh, Dr., uh, like the Opinarium of Dr. Parnassus. So it, was, it was a really like it was, it's a really weird movie that he died during the filming of it, and then Johnny Depp took his place along with a few other people that were getting like digitally imposed on. And it was just, it's, it's, a, it's an okay movie, but nobody hypes that movie up. Everybody hyped up, like, oh, Heath Ledger, this was the last the- theoretical release for Heath Ledger. Like, no, it wasn't. That's where people get confused as well with, like, Bruce Lee. Like, Bruce Lee's last movie was Tower of Death. Everybody thinks it was Enter the Dragon.
1: I was about to say, wasn't it? Enter the Dragon is what most people say. Uh,
0: yeah, but it's Tower of Death was his, uh, was his last movie. And this is why I think he faked his death. Because it sh- in Tower of Death he's playing a martial artist obviously he, he's an actor that pretty much he plays Bruce Lee he plays himself Yeah. but he's an actor that actually knows you know martial arts but he in the movie he fakes his death by an accident on stage coincidentally getting shot and everybody believes that he was dead and he had this big fake funeral everybody mourned him so he could actually while he faked his death he can you know sneakily go and like fight this crime lord
1: Maybe that's what Brandon Lee's doing right now.
0: I think that's how Bruce Lee died. I think he faked his death. Because you, you really think about it, it got to a point in time is, in his life, like, he killed a man in his backyard because he jumped over the fence to fight Bruce Lee, and his kids were in the backyard playing. Like, he couldn't go down the street in China without people challenging him for his, you know, if I beat him, I'm better than Bruce Lee kind of thing. So it got to the point where just like, you know what, if I just fake my death, I'm done. Mm. But Enter the Dragon was the uh, was the last movie he produced. But oh. it was not the last one theatrically released. That was Tower of Terror or Tower of Doom or whatever. that Tower of Death.
1: Well, uh, a lot of people uh, didn't even know... When uh, Almost Heroes came out, they were thinking that Beverly Hills Ninja was Chris Farley's final film. and
0: Yeah, no, it was uh, Almost Heroes, and honestly, I think that's a good film to go out on. I fucking love that movie. Oh,
1: yeah, I thought Almost Heroes was far superior to Beverly Hills Ninja.
0: Like, don't get me wrong. I love Beverly Hills Ninja because it's Go Bay. And it's like, oh, thanks, asshole. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I just thought that's fu- I just think I love Chris Farley, too. And, like, he's a, Big influence on, like, why I wanted to be a comedian and a spooky boy at the same time. But he, uh, he came out, uh, when almost heroes, like you can tell he was like strong out on something, Yeah, which actually, uh, he was trying to come off of heroin. Like he died of a methadone overdose yeah. trying to come off a of heroin. But, you know, of course he does methadone to replace the high.
1: Right, I yeah. mean, you're just substituting one high for another. Well, it's actually a similar high. That's why they give it to you. It, you know, they're not going to give you a fucking upper to combat your fucking yeah. downer sickness.
0: And he just ended up overdosing. He overdosed trying to get sober. Yeah, like that's just, that's what's so sad about it.
1: Well, that's because you know they'd rather slap a patch bandage work on problems in the medical community. It's almost like the uh our medical community treats people like the automotive industry treats vehicles like if we can get by with just doing some tape work here and a slap patch job and fucking still get paid the same amount by the insurance
0: <laughs> yep there's no money in the cure there's money in the treatment though
1: yep we'll keep your uh we'll keep your alternator going but uh your fucking Whatever will go out in about a month mm-hmm. or two, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh. See, you know the car is more yeah, yeah. like <laughs> it's, it's
0: like, you know, we can pour this royal purple in your engine and fix your head gasket temporarily, but eventually it's going to have to be replaced. Uh, it's like, you're going to need a new engine. It's like, why? You're like, well, just fix it. Fix it right the first time. Yeah. <coughs> Which trust me, the automotive industry there isn't a shady one out there. Everybody's like, "Well, this company's this." I was like, "Okay, let me be, let me just be perfectly honest with everything." I've worked it in my entire life. Every vehicle past 1985 is designed to fucking break. It is. It's designed to break down so it can keep the technician industry alive. Like yeah. every car past then is a walking piece of shit. Every single fucking one.
1: Well, that's. Uh... I'd say that's probably the same thing with the uh with the gaming industry like and in, uh and just electronics in general and shit things are designed to be uh uh outdated and uh what do you call that obsolete yeah obsolete like they're designed to go obsolete after so many years so that you're forced to replace them and keep these markets in business yep and now they're realizing oh shit we've uh We've fucked up and used up all the palladium and shit to make these phones to where they're shitty and break down, and now they're ending up in dumpsters and shit. We need that shit back. Uh, we'll buy your phones from you if you send them back to us. Oh, wait, we're, we're not getting enough that way. Okay, go to Afghanistan and get fucking, uh, yeah, get some of that shit over there. Uh, build a couple roads so it looks like we're doing some humanitarian work. The roads make it easier to get the minerals out of the mountains anyway. <laughs> get some heroin while you're over there. We got people asking questions. <laughs> we need them to shut the fuck up. Get
0: the druggies over now. <laughs> Deploy, Detroit.
1: <laughs> uh, smoke more or wear a tin hat. I don't have tin.
0: No, but like like working even working in the automotive industry I can tell you that there is a shortage of vehicles. There's a shortage of new vehicles, but people listen to me. Fuck buying a new car. Stop buying new car. Keep your old car. Get it fixed. You know, recycle. Use that bitch until the wheels fall off. And then you know what? Pay to have them put back on. Run it until it is no longer safe. Because we can't really produce new cars. And everybody's, going, well, that's the Democrats' fault. It's like, oh, yes, they just pulled a fucking lever that said collapse the automotive industry.
1: Uh, I'd say it's collectively the entire left wing agenda that's going across the Western world that is the one responsible for wanting to do the entire shutdown. Uh, so you can't really label one fucking organization because it's kind of a collective effort. A lot of our resources come from other countries and shit too. So they also shutting down.
0: Well, it's also this people in this country don't want to go back to work.
1: Well, they got paid for over a year to not work. So you got a lot of people incentivized to no longer fucking.
0: And now factories can't push out like they used to. Like Toyota's made in America. Like, flat the hell out. But we can't get any new fucking Toyotas because people don't want to work at assembly lines and factories. Even though those are great jobs, it's just they don't want to do it anymore. That that's We had the same problem happen in the fucking, in the 90s. Nobody wanted to do all these jobs, so we had to sell them over to fucking China to make everything cheaper. And then once that happened, then we started losing really good jobs here in this fucking country. And now we have really good jobs that are open. Like, hey, we need people to work. We need people. We'll pay you. We'll pay you a lot. And people are like, nah, I don't want to work there. But on the other spectrum of that, there's also a lot of companies out there that's not willing to pay a livable wage either. It's like, oh, $7, dollars $7. seven twenty-five an hour. That's all you get.
1: I used to work Primax Plastics for that much through a fucked up temp agency.
0: Yeah. And honest to God, if you weren't going through a temp agency, you'd probably still be working at Primax they pay a lot of money
1: well i would have uh i would have gotten the job initially because at first i was quote unquote studying to uh, pass my tests you know pissing in the cup and such and (laughs) when it became apparent to me that they weren't going to hire me they were just going to continue to lay me off and call me back I just started smoking again. And then, sure enough, as soon as I started smoking weed again, they're like, okay, we're going to let you go ahead and take the piss test and get hired in. I'm like, son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, And then what's funny about that, though, is I didn't fail for weed. as I didn't know at the time that weed can sometimes not come out in your urine because it stays in your fat cells and only sometimes does it come out through your urine. It just just takes time depending on how, the rate that your fat burns. And uh, so I was clean for weed, but that was the summer I used to do blow. <laughs> so I, I fucking failed for cocaine. So, so I do cocaine. The <laughs> summer
0: I choose to be Tony Montana, they don't hire me. That's some bullshit. <laughs> Like, how
1: the fuck did I... And what's funny was it was, like, a week since I did blows, so I'm like, oh, girl, it stays in your system more than a few days. That's what I got told.
0: Oh, yeah, it does. Because you got to think, like, the reason why they they test for all that, like, a lot of people actually don't get popped from meth as much as you think because meth doesn't metabolize in your body. So whatever you take in, you piss out.
1: Well, I would never do meth. I like having you know, dopamine too much. <laughs>
0: well, it's if somebody were like to be tested for meth, like methamphetamines, they'd have to get them like almost directly after they smoked because they can literally just not do meth for a couple weeks, piss it all out of their body and then test clean. And then a lot of people do that because it goes through your system so fast because it can't metabolize. But there's also a lot of people out there on meth that would save their pee and drink their pee and get high off meth pee.
1: Uh, I'm not kidding. Yeah, I've... Uh, that's a thing. Yeah, I I saw the the woman who uh, did that on uh, the uh, Can't Believe This Is Not Happening. Yeah, I saw the, that, too,
0: and I had to confirm it. Like, you look it up and, like, no, that's a thing. Like, that's completely true.
1: Smoke meth piss. So I get re-methed. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> that is insane. But it's still
0: one of those, like, Meth is the most dangerous drug out there, period.
1: Even more than Crocodile?
0: Well, <laughs> I don't mean, like, physically dangerous. Like, like Crocodile, yeah, that'll boil you alive.
1: Yeah, like, like that, it that's, causes gangrene at the yeah, injection site. And- but
0: that's what's dangerous about it. But what I'm saying, like, what's so dangerous about meth is just how easily it can be made. Like, kids, take out your pen and papers. You're about to learn how to make meth. Actually, two ways I know how to make meth that's really easy. Um, one is you take the cells out of an L-ion battery, so like a bunch of double A's. You just unroll them, take the cells out, and you put it in the bottom of a, uh, of a Gatorade bottle. and the then more you, you know. And then you pour lighter fluid in it. And then you just keep shaking the lighter fluid, and every once in, once in a while add some baking soda in there to kind of help distill the acid a little bit. And then you keep burping the Gatorade bottle until it pretty much becomes a liquid.
1: You're going like to get somebody blowing to, the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> close to a
0: liquid? Well, you got to keep burping that Gatorade bottle. Like, you got to keep unscrewing the cap, letting out the gas, screw it back in, then keep shaking it. Remember, no
1: one try this anywhere.
0: And then you take the, the concoction and you pour it into another glass, but strain it with the coffee filter. So then when you take the stuff off the coffee filter and let it like dry up and scrape it off, it becomes meth. It's like a very powdered form of it. Only the entire process only takes like an hour.
1: That reminds me of the uh, tutorials I looked up on how to make DMT from canary reed grass. <laughs> it's like, well, you just chop it up in a blender, get it you know nice and well. First you put it in the freezer, get it real nice and stiff. That way when you put it. In the blender, it cuts up instead of tangles in the fucking blades. Then you put it in a bath of, like, lemon juice and other low acidic fucking compounds in a slow cooker for about a month. And then...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just slow cook it for a month.
1: (laughs) And then you add fucking, uh, like, lighter fluid because that uh, takes it from being acidic to alkaline. Yeah. And then uh, you add some – like, I don't remember the rest of the steps because I'm like, okay, I'm not going to actually go through the process of this. But uh, I just found it intriguing when I went through the wormhole. I'm like, oh. And then – apparently it's like a fucking six-week process before you end up with the DMT that you can eventually put into whatever because it's like a powder that you'd smoke.
0: So, like, anyway, second way to make meth is (laughs) (laughs) – You need uh, six ounces of non bleach detergent, um, six ounces of coal, not charcoal, coal, and 0.6 ounces of gun bluing. And what you do is you mix all that up into a mason jar. Then when you screw the lid on the mason jar, poke a hole in the top of it. And then you, what you want to do is take a string that's wrapped around a pencil, then slowly turn the pencil where Pulls the string into the hole and keep it about an inch away from your concoction. Tape the pencil down and then bury it five feet deep because it's got to stay a consistent like 55 degree temperature. And that's about what it is about five feet deep. Come back in 30 days. You can literally crack open the top of the mason jar, pull up, and it pulls the entire like crystallized meth out of that jar. Hmm. Like it pulls the entire thing up with that string because it grows and it attaches to the string and then it crystallizes and then there you go. You have like a whole bunch of meth.
1: This crack is killing these horse. <laughs> but
0: the super crack will do it even more efficient. <laughs> Frank and Hooker is such a good bad movie. <laughs>
1: I, that's something I want to set out to do, and I don't. Super correct? No the <laughs> the next greatest bad movie. <laughs> I want to like go out and set out to make an intentionally cringy, funny bad film. Like I'll call
0: Tommy Wiseau.
1: It's like, oh yeah, full of Tommy Wiseau moments. Uh, full of like fucking. I'm gonna have Let's like go
0: throw a football while dressed in tuxedos.
1: Full of deadpan, staring at the camera like you're reading a prompter. Full of, uh, <laughs> full of. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking trolls. Two moments. <laughs>
0: oh my god!
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Held that note a little too long there with a the deadpan expression,
1: <laughs> like. Uh, I, I just have it filled with like, oh my goodness, I, I didn't not realize how cringy the room was though because i'd only seen like some bits of it that had been highlighted i saw another bit recently that had been highlighted where the guy was threatening to throw someone off the roof of a building
0: <laughs> yeah, and he had him over the edge just, and, uh, uh, uh,
1: and, the, uh, and the physical oh no, what are you
0: act- doing stop doing that the <laughs>
1: physical acting in that was so cringe but yet hilarious at the same time. Uh, Cause usually cringe doesn't get to me, man. Like it, it gets to me, it pisses me off. Like it doesn't have the intended effect. This was the first time I saw cringe that about made me fucking laugh out loud because I'm just like, what the fuck is old boy <laughs> doing there? Is he, is he fucking trying to threaten him over the rails like fucking Shug Knight did or, <laughs> was, or is he just having a seizure, man? He's choking he out. And they were
0: fucking green screened onto the top of that roof. Like, oh, yeah. The, why? The, like, you have
1: roofs to do this off of. Well, what's funny about that is, like, the green screen, that was seizureing worse than the fucking dude holding him. Like, the green screen. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) they had some kind of fucking speed forward going on the clouds, I think, or something is how I remember it. I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I remember the clouds were like not looking normal in that scenario. There's
0: a fight scene in that movie between Tommy Wiseau and the other fucking guy. He's like, oh, come on. You're a chicken. Cheep, cheap, 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 cheap,
1: cheap. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) What
0: the fuck is that? (laughs) What the fuck is cheap, 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 motherfucker? Buck, 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 you're supposed to do that.
1: Sick of this chicken shit bullshit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would love to see Tommy Wiseau in a fight with the Tourette's guy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> just for that line alone. You a chicken, cheap, chicken suck Sick of this chicken shit bullshit. <laughs> Fuck's off. <up. laughs>
0: Don't talk shit about Total. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Mickey Mouse. That's just
1: tit dirt. Uh, This has has come off the rails. I'll agree with the top. (laughs) All
0: right, well, I'll go ahead and end that uh, podcast here. (laughs) Uh, Like, subscribe, do whatever you need to do to get this show popular and so I can stop working. Peace.
1: Later.